With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Bridge with Mark Daniels and Mike Bianchi. For the next hour, you get the pleasure of listening to us as we bridge our show, Open Mic, into Mark's show, The Beat of Sports, our musical theme today. TV shows whose themes actually charted. Okay, I know this is the Laverne and Shirley theme, but I don't know who, who sings Daniels, do you know? Probably some no-name, right? Uh, now, once again, all things considered, I, I thought we were just doing shows, but Mike wants yeah. to do the singers, too. Well, it's Laverne and Shirley. I, I honestly don't know who sings the song. Her name is Cindy Greco. Okay. There's not many TV theme songs where there's like a like like I brought up yesterday. Welcome back, Cotter John Sebastian. Obviously, a well you know back in the day he was sang for Love and Spoonful, and he was like a, a a top artist back then. But there's there's really not a whole lot of TV theme songs where a, an actual well known artist sings it. No, right? you don't say. Although I can think, of, I can think. I brought up "Welcome Back, Cotter." I can think of another one. Do it right now. And I think this charted. Um, the great Jose Feliciano, Chico and the Man. Um, he's a well-known artist, and I think Chico and the Man charted. Did it not, Daniels? I believe it did. Chico and the Man theme song. That was a great song. Great song. Those are a couple. Can you think of any others, Daniels? Uh, I'd have to think. Actually, I was just looking up Cindy Greco. Mike, to give you an is idea she... about how deep her uh, resume is, Catalog? it has wait, wait, wait. It has her as featured performer at the 1977 Sun Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you play you play the Sun Bowl in El Paso. You made it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hmm. Big win for UCF last night on the road against Oklahoma State. Two straight Big 12 road wins. Uh, one of our ads, Mark. Not what? road wins. Two straight wins. Two straight wins, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah they beat Texas Tech at home. That's right, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, one of the ask Mark questions is, is this. Is Florida, if the season were to end right now, the only team that's assured of making the NCAA tournament in the state of Florida? Yes. What about FAU or USA? Oh, oh no, no. I, I'm sorry. FAU said today. Yeah. I'm okay, sorry. so FAU would, yeah. would... I thought you said earlier among uh, Florida, Florida State, Miami. No, no, no. Uh, no, uh, no among FAU's the state teams. Yeah, FAU FAU's and Florida. in. And is, is FAU in on resume or what they did, based on what they did last year? I think it's both, although the body of work for their net ranking... Um, you know, had a big game against Arizona in the, in the non-conference, so... Um, 
they they slipped a little bit because they've gotten beat in a few games in the American, as I thought they would lose a few more games this year. Um, but uh, their net is today 37. Um, so, so they're on the right side of the bubble. I, now, they play Memphis another time, and I wouldn't go 0-1 in the American tournament, but I still think they're on the right side of the bubble. The Gators have a net ranking of 33, um, and they're fine today. South Florida, the problem with South Florida is how the committee's going to view them because of the win streak they're on uh, and the record and being ranked. How much does that... And the quad one opponents, Daniel. They have none. I know. Yeah, that's the well, that's the negative against them, is that um, they've played zero quad one games. And that's what hurts them. Their, their net ranking today is 85. UCF is 66. UCF has played um, 14 quad one and quad two games. Uh, South Florida has played zero quad one and eight quad two games. Mm, okay. Okay. UCF obviously has some quad, quad one games coming up, don't they? Uh, yes. Uh, they get uh, Iowa State, who might be the second best defensive team in the country behind Houston, who gave up 45 to Oklahoma last night. And then they'll get uh, Houston. But, Mike, let me tell you something. You don't mess what? with the Big 12. You know why? Why? Because I think we lead the country in teams that shoot guns off inside buildings more than anybody else. <laughs> Did it last night at Oklahoma State? <laughs> Did it at West Virginia? I think in football, Texas Tech, they're shooting off stuff. So, I mean business in this place, man. Good Lord. By the way, I was listening. I think it was Jay. Yeah, it was Jay Billis. He was on, um, he was on PTI yesterday, and he was talking about Who's arresting the best more people team? for Filipowski's fake injury? No, 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 he was talking about who the best team in the country is, uh, and obviously Houston's ranked number one. But he still thinks UConn's the best team in the country. He said the problem with Houston is yes, they're a great defensive team, but they're not they're not really a a, a great offensive team. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I think Jay may be right. I think UConn may be the most complete team. Houston plays better defense than UConn, but UConn can score, and that's the thing that's going to hurt Houston if they get into a game that they have to score. They rely so much on Jamal Shedd, their point guard, who's phenomenal. Um, LJ cries to be able to transfer, they can score. And the height thing, even though they play so hard defensively, um, they're not a very tall team. they got a bunch of six, seven, six, eight guys that feel like they're seven feet. But if they get into a game that they've got to score, that's the thing. Uh, that can hurt them, but I still wouldn't want to draw them. <laughs> I mean, they, they just wear you down, and they, you know they're hard to score on. But um, I don't think Jay's wrong. Um, look, I I think the Big Twelve is the best league in the country, but I don't know if they have a team that can win the national championship. They probably have six, seven teams that can make it to the second weekend, um, but I'm not quite sure anybody is such a dominant team. Even though Houston's number one, the scoring thing is a real issue. Um, Baylor can put up a bunch of points. They don't play the best defense in the world. Kansas, you know, is not deep. Um, missing one of their key players uh, right now. So, I mean, there's some really good teams, but they may have some flaws. Another ask Mark question. The Magic playing the Utah Jazz tonight. Um, Taylor Hendricks, the former UCF player, the one-and-done UCF player, the only one-and-doneer in UCF history. He plays for the Jazz. How's he progressing, Daniels? 
Well, Taylor's um, progressing better uh, in the sense that he's now getting a chance to play. Um, he was caught in, and is caught a little bit of a numbers game at the position in uh, Utah. Sent him down to the G League where he played uh, really well and now has come back and uh, has started the last three games. Uh, scored 12, 9, and 8 points the last three games and is now starting uh, for, for the Jazz. He won a stretch of uh, games where he wasn't playing at all. Um, then the Jazz made some moves. Uh, the owner loves him, uh, and the Jazz are patient with him. Some of the fans kind of wondered, you know, we use a high draft pick on somebody that's not playing, and you know, now Taylor's getting a chance to have guaranteed minutes every single night, and, and again, he's starting, so that helps. And I, I think he's played well, particularly the last couple of weeks and last few games where he's put up some decent points. Daniels, I said something yesterday when you were not on the show. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna amend something I said yesterday, and then get your response to it. Um, you being the Knicks fan, I said yesterday that by this time next week, talking about yesterday, the Magic would be in the four spot uh, where the Knicks currently hold that. All right, I'm I'm amending that to say that by the time the Magic play the Knicks a week from Friday at the Garden, the Magic will be the four seed in the East when you look at the schedules. Before that game? Your thoughts. Huh? Before that game, you're saying? No, I'm saying... I'm saying... I mean, it's possible. The Knicks... I just pulled up the Knicks schedule. They have Golden State tonight at home. They're at Cleveland on Sunday. Right. Then get Atlanta before uh, the Magic... Yeah, it's possible. Uh, the problem that Knicks right, ha- you know, r- right now is uh, two fifths of the starting lineups out with injuries that have gone on, you know, for a long period of time. The hot run the Knicks have has cooled off. Um, they're not as deep anymore, so they can't afford to have an off night. And they've dropped some games that, you know, your comment may not be that wild. Considering again, the Knicks are shorthanded. You know what I don't like? What? I don't like that the Heat are starting to heat up. I don't like that at all. Jimmy Butler time. Right. All right. Straight ahead. I want to get your opinion on something else I said yesterday that I'm getting a lot of grief uh, from listeners on, or at least I did yesterday. Also, your thoughts on NIL. It appears is coming to high school sports in the state of Florida. We'll get into that story as well. But first, it's a thankful Thursday, and I've told you people many times, I am thankful for the Aspire Rejuvenation Clinic. Why is that? Because about a year and a half ago, I was feeling like an old slug. I had low energy. I had low sex drive. I was getting weak. I was getting soft. I was gaining belly fat. And then I did some research and found out that once you get into your 40s or your 50s or your 60s or even your late 30s, you start to lose testosterone. And if you don't get it replaced, you'll have some of the same symptoms I was having. Well, guess what? I got it replaced. I started testosterone therapy at the Aspire Rejuvenation Clinic, and my life is so much better. It really is. Sex drive off the charts. Strength is getting better at the gym. Belly fat has melted away. I look better. I feel better. If you're having the symptoms I was having, check these guys out. You can find them at AspireRejuvenation.com. That's AspireRejuvenation.com if you want to feel like a younger version of yourself.
Welcome back to The Bridge. Mark Daniels and Mike Bianchi. Daniels, I went on a rant about this high school NIL uh, proposal in the state of Florida. I guess the FHSAA introduced the proposal earlier this week. I, from everything I hear and read, Daniels, it's like a no-brainer that this is going to pass. We're going to have NIL for high school athletes in Florida. I do have an Ask Mark question about this. Um from the story I'm reading, it says this will help Florida stay competitive with other states. And I'm curious, why do we need to stay competitive with other states? Is there going to be a, a influx of high school athletes in the state of Florida who just leave in mass and their families relocate to other states just so their kid can make, I don't know, five ten thousand $10,000 in NIO money? Uh, yeah, for some. Uh, the first part really? is, uh, do not under or overestimate the new FHSA board who has, uh, redefined the word clueless at times. Um, okay. I had, uh, uh, somebody on talking about their recent meeting on, uh, my Tuesday show, uh, where several board members acted like they had never heard about this, like NIL, like, you know, I guess we should have a discussion on it. Um, the proposal put forth, is incredibly vague, no chance of enforcing anything. Um, right. Whatever restrictions they try to put on it, it, it it's meaningless. Um, and it, it again, this board is it, it is weird in, in, in many, many ways. In a generic sense, Mike, your grant this morning is spot on. Um, the reality is it's going to happen. Florida will figure it out at some point. They have trailed and lagged on this compared to other states. Why do we do it? Because, dude, we can't have other states have an advantage over us. So we've got to go quickly change our NIL rule, and we can't have uh, you know recruits leave our state that may want to go to you know states that have NIL. So we have to change this because of the four kids that may have actual value. Then, Mike, this is this is who nothing. Cares? Who cares if they leave? Nobody cares. But 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 we can't be viewed that anybody could use it against our colleges in recruiting. We can't have the people to Georgia have NIL and look at the uh, uh, recruits in Florida. Hey, you know, I mean, your state doesn't even have NIL in high school. So, uh, you know, what do you want to okay, do? That? But, but, but the, the colleges do. The colleges are still going to be able to pay. First off, but, but, okay, but, but, but let me flip this to you. Why do you care? Meaning, why, should, uh, why are we stopping at high schools? Why can't the 13-year-old in the travel ball baseball team have NIL? Who cares? Uh, Sure they can. No, but, uh, I mean, the counter to it, well, well, I think you're right in theory. The flip side is, why does anybody care? I mean, if there's a 13-year-old out there that plays golf or is on a soccer travel club, and somebody wants to give the family money, who cares? I don't care. Like, why are we stopping at college and high school? I, I don't well, care. Well, Daniels, by, by your philosophy, why should we care about anything if it doesn't if it doesn't directly, I mean, what are you, a libertarian? If it doesn't directly affect no, my, you, you don't care about but, anything? No, but I'm just telling you, why is it okay for the 15-year-old freshman to perhaps have an NIL deal, but not the 14-year-old eighth grader? It's not. So what does it matter then? I, I, I don't even understand why we're wasting time with all because, this. Because it erodes the fabric I don't argue of, in of theory. I, 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 look, I agree and, with and, you on your rant that, that, that we've done this. We, 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 we've changed college. We've changed high school sports 
into this thing that doesn't really exist for most people. You know the percentage of players that get to play uh, college football at any level, that play high school football? It's seven. The, the other 93% have no value? Well, like, what are we running to change, you know, create state laws when, you know, more than nine in ten players will not benefit from any of this stuff? But in our state, what's happened is you have parents, um, these coaches filled with ego that are obsessed building these football and basketball factories. You have parents that go out and recruit that for some reason want to give a family money so that their quarterback son can have a better left guard so they're all for their booster club, giving the family a truck and five ten thousand dollars And you want to look and go, what the hell are you doing? Right. But that's what we've done now. You know, I, I mean, we do it in high school. There, there, uh, our state is open enrollment, so you can transfer anywhere you want as long as you provide transportation, which is also impacting the NIL, um, which means our law's got to be different than others because, you know, of the open enrollment in our state. So, therefore, the rule's going to be different. Um, high school basketball, heck, nobody cares now. It's all about what AAU team you're on. If you play high school basketball, it's almost frowned upon. I mean, w- that ship sailed years ago. And, and and we continue to erode it, and people will laugh at you and I for sitting on the porch going, well, it's not the same sport you guys played 30, 40, you know, 40 years ago. And you're like, okay, so I, I guess this is what you want. Yeah, but, but, and I said this earlier, I understand in college football in particular, all the money that's made in college football from the Hold conferences. That thought. Hold that thought. we got to think about okay, the audience well, and tell the Michael Vinish's point. Uh, we come back. Uh, you can keep listening to Mike and I on the bridge. Uh, if you're in Tallahassee, find the iHeart app and search 96.9 The Game. You can also subscribe and get it downloaded every day to you. Let's pause for station notification. Our Daniels. Okay, back in the good old days, Daniels, I, I was one of these. I was one of these guys who said a college education should be enough for college athletes. All right, that should be plenty of compensation because hell, it it costs a lot of money to go to college and play, pay room and board and all of that. But I switched my stance on that when colleges started spending money like drunken sailors on facilities that they don't need and coaching buyouts and all of this other stuff. And I said, okay, if they can pay for that, they should give the athletes some of the the millions or billions of dollars that they're making. So I changed my stance on that because of the money that was being made and spent in college athletics. There's no money in high school athletics in the state of Florida. We can't even afford to pay our high school coaches a living wage in the state of Florida. What are we doing, Daniels? But, but, this but is, you're looking this at is the not model. Like, this is not some profiteering endeavor no. in high school sports. But you're Florida. looking at the model wrong. For example, I don't think you argue that if you are if you're a 16 year old high school athlete mm-hmm. and you've built a following through your performance and social media, and if a company comes along and wants to offer you money to endorse their product, give you their product, you don't care about that, do you? No. Okay, well, I don't think anybody cares about that. High school NIL in this state is nothing more than legalizing the illegal recruiting that's been going on for years that you can't police. I mean, we can't police a a, a college NIL because every time someone wants to have a rule applied, they just go to court and sue. 
You think the FHSAA has any ability of enforcing any NIL rule? Of course not, which is why your rant is, in theory, right, because what are you even having a debate over? Whatever rule you come up with, you can't enforce. You know, I mean, unless you have a kid that's, you know, endorsing a cannabis dispensary, and you're like, okay, we can't have that category, but you can't enforce anything. It's nothing more than, than, than saying, look, we can't do anything about illegal recruiting, so we'll disguise it by calling it NIL, and that way we all feel good about ourselves because then we could say that, well, see, no one has an advantage uh, over us. Yes, there are examples of a few kids that have left the state to go elsewhere because they can make NIL money. They're not making NIL money. They're being paid to go play somewhere. And you go back and say to yourself, that's what you guys do? Like, you're so obsessed by by winning that that you're now buying players. And it happens. You know, Nobody in our state can address the issue of the high school coaches that are sitting there going, so that's it. The open enrollment thing, we throw our hands up, kids live in the area, and I, you know, develop guys in the JV team, and then they all leave because, you know, somebody else comes and recruits them, and how are they recruiting them? It's not just playing time. It's because, you know, so-and-so can get their dad a truck, and -and so-and-so's mom needs a job, and so forth. Yes, that happens now. How did we we get to this point? Daniels, uh... I haven't followed it in years. How did we get to the point where where students had to go to the school in their district unless they had some really, really, really good because reason? Because you, Mike Bianchi, you were preventing my kid from going to college because you didn't do a good job coaching and you don't have the facilities that help me develop my skills. So I'm going to go eight miles away as long as I provide my own transportation to go play there where they have better facilities and better coaching because you're going to deny me a chance to get a college scholarship. So so was open open enrollment was was that change sure Did that was become a few like years a ago. state law yeah huh? remember i mean we used to have the policy that you know you couldn't just transfer you had to live in a district okay then they right. said well you know there are different programs where you know such and such school doesn't offer this after school program or that magnet program so then we you know switched that and then there were some uh, uh rules regarding athletic transfers that you couldn't go at this time of the year or that time of the year and then it just said never mind you know why? Because just like just like the NCAA went from having a few dozen mental health waivers, the FHSAA went from a few dozen athletic transfer waivers to hundreds. And they said, we can't investigate all these, so screw it. It's open enrollment. As long as you can provide your own transportation to go wherever you want to go, then go do that. You know what the new game is right now? And in, 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 in some... But, but, but. Before you get to the new yeah. game, I, I'm still unclear about it. So open enrollment, is that just for athletes or is it a... No, no, it, anybody, anybody. So any state of Florida student can can go wherever they want? Sure, provide your own transportation. I mean, if you so wanted that, to, so, when, when, when your girls were growing up and my girls were growing up and when you and I lived in the same neighborhood, if we wanted to drive them 50 miles every day... I mean, when our kids were growing up, that wasn't the rule. But but the current, yeah, get in the car, drive them, as long as you provide transportation. Sure. So so they changed a state law to make that happen. Yeah, and then the FHSAA had no choice but to uh, you know but okay. to make the same. So change the FHSAA as well. didn't they, they didn't just do it unilaterally. They were just following state right. law. But Mike, you, essentially, uh, you know what the new game is? This is the new what? game now. Uh, now that's being played. Ready? Um, now we can take online classes in high school. So you know what? You don't even have to come here. 
Just play here. You know, we'll set your curriculum up. Yeah, I mean, be nice if you came to school a few days a week. But you've got some of these private schools out there that now go, yeah, we got online classes. Don't worry about driving here every day. You know, maybe you come here once or twice a week. We'll set you up online, and, uh, you know, we'll take care of you that way. The high school experience is just lost. Of course, Mike. It's just lost. Wait, wait, wait. Just lost? You cover college football enough. College football coaches make it clear to elite players, I don't care about your final spring semester in high school where you have fun and go to a prom. and Get here for spring practice. Right. You better be hey. here January 3rd. And, and, and how many hundreds of kids have done that now? Or now we're convincing kids to reclassify in basketball where you're like, wait, where'd you sandwich a year of academics to, 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 to reclassify to, to, to go to college earlier? That's what we've done. Sa- it makes me sad, Daniels, and I realize times are changing. The times, they are. A ch- I realize that. I realize the times are changing, but don't tell me that that high school memories aren't some of your most vivid memories from when you were growing up, and it, 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 it should still be that way. No, your high school memory today is vomiting at 6 in the morning before you go take a class you're not prepared to take. <laughs> Good God. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, if I didn't, again, some of the the best friends I still have are my high school football and baseball teammates. Some of the great memories I have are from high school. You mentioned going to prom, going to the beach with my my high school buddies, just going to high school, you know, sporting events with my friends that were out of season. It was was awesome. But, Mike, uh, and again, you and I are going to sound like the old guys on the porch here, okay? You ask where we got to this, okay? We got to this because of the same thing that we've done for generations. We learn from the people that we think are supposed to be leaders and look out for whatever it is they're supposed to lead. And I'm going to go on a pretty big rant, and and I admit I probably do this too much. The news yesterday about the latest college football playoff stuff, will you look at the clown show of the people that are put in charge to run college athletics and what they've done in a college football playoff, and the trickle-down effect on what it's done to super conferences, the death of conferences, um, the obsession of money, what we've done. I mean, it's unbelievable. The people that we ask to lead, to look out for the best interest, look what they've done. I mean, if anybody stopped to read the story of the stuff that it was no accident that all the major media outlets got the latest uh, uh, you know idea yeah. for the 14 team play that was well planned if you just read and go you guys are put in charge to lead to lead what you're the greediest selfish individuals that could care less about what this was supposed to be and it doesn't matter now because say well the toothpaste is out so we'll go do this and where do they learn that from Look at Washington. I mean, it's the same thing. We keep repeating the same mistakes. And other than your political party, it's, I'll look out for myself, screw you, screw anybody else not affiliated with me, and it trickles down. It trickled down to college, and now it trickles down to high school. I, I mean, we've turned this into something that you're like, we didn't need this. And I, I, I'm not shocked anymore, you know, by stuff like this. And it just, it, 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 it blows my, look, I, I was going to do this rant sometime in, in the coming weeks, but, but I'll do it right now because my blood's going here. Mike, what conference tomorrow would FSU football run to if it could? SEC. 
if that invitation's not there, what's the next conference they would run to? Big Ten. Why? Money. If you walked into the following programs, Florida State baseball, soccer, one of the best in the country, softball, one of the best in the country, you think they want to go to the Big Ten? No. Well, we don't care because yeah. we got to go make the money and football where it's at. So who cares if, if, if those programs are like, I don't want to go there. Well, too bad. Too bad. Just like we told UCLA and USC's teams that for decades won national championships and Olympians and All-Americans, get on the plane and go to Piscataway and shut up. Daniels, but no, you're you're all wrong. I hear the college ADs and presidents. It's all about what's best for our student athletes. No, it's not. That's that's no, that's not. all that matters. No, it's not. Huh? No, it's not. What they tell that's what they tell us. No, it's not. The ship sailed, and it's like we have to look out for ourselves. If we don't look out for ourselves, then we're going to get left behind. We have to make as much money, and that's all that matters. And the these are the individuals that you're asked to lead. These are the people that you put in place to lead. And at the end of the day, they go, lead? I'll show you how I lead. I step on everybody else, and I look out for myself. And there are plenty of people that will say, hey, that's the world today, man. If you're not looking out for yourself, then you're going to get trampled on. All right. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're not just eroding. In some ways, you're ruining a great, like high school football. You're, in some ways, you're ruining high school football and what it's meant to be and what it was supposed to be. Same Mike, as college, Mike, college athletics. Right now, you will look at college football and you could see players that are on their third school and, 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 and say, you know, it's just jumping for the best possible deal. In high school, Mike, we got kids that play four schools in four years. And, and people be like, well, you know, that's okay. I mean, he's trying to help himself get a scholarship and everything. And it's like, that's good. Like you asked Tom Herman yesterday. I heard that interview when I was in the road. Okay, mm-hmm. and whether people want to believe it or not, when you ask Tom about the academic side of it, he said it mattered. I, as much as I understand his answer, Tom Herman's hired to win games. Right. Not hired to graduate kids. He's hired to win games. And if he's got a kid that's not helping the football team, get rid of him. Get the next guy. They don't care. By the way, speaking of college athletics, I, I usually sort of laugh at the, the hoity-toity night commission when they come up with their recommendations for college athletics. Well, they came out with some recommendations yesterday I actually liked. They they actually told college football, hey, the NCAA is not making any money on you. You won't share any of the money with us, so go rule yourselves. That's what, I love that. Love it. Wait, go what? Rule yourselves? Yeah, go govern wait, yourselves. Wait. Oh, so you mean you have to have a rule book and you have to have bylaws in place, right? Right. Okay. We're just not going to pay for it anymore. Yeah. Break away. That's what, you know, break away. And I get it. It's all about money. It's why I use an example about Florida State. Well, if the SEC's not going to take me, I'll, I'll go to the Big Ten and take their $80 million. Yeah. Go ask the softball team that says, great, I got Michigan State this weekend in Lansing. Right. <laughs> 35 degrees out Right. There. They they don't have any interest in playing in that league. None at all. No rivals. No nothing. You know, go go ask the baseball team. The great tradition of Florida State baseball, one of the great programs ever, and say, hey, you got a weekend series at Purdue. What what, what, what do they have in common with that? Nothing. 
Speaking of non-revenue sports, Daniels, I am advocating right now, and you need to get, get with Terry Mahajer on this, all right? I think UCF needs to start a women's lacrosse team so they can be conference rivals with the Gators who are moving into the Big 12 in women's lacrosse, okay? Right. Get be- that done. Right. Because, you know, the idea that Daniels had 25 years ago of regional conferences, you know, should exist in all non-revenue sports. Instead, we do stuff like this, and it just, it, you know. But there you go. Leaders leading for you right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. we got more of The Bridge brought to Bavin Health coming up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.